What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Brill here to tell you guys about my friends from Big Friendly Productions. Now, they specialize in creating merchandise for bands, artists, and even lifestyle brands. With their in-house equipment, they can provide shirts, branded hats, and more, as well as some graphic design services. They offer order fulfillment to handle your online orders and ship your merch straight to your fans from their shop. Down in good old Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Now, whether you are getting your first shirt, you're just starting out, or you're going on a 40-show run, hit them up for all your merchandising needs. Check out their website, bigfriendlyproductions.com or shoot them an email, merchandising at bigfriendlyproductions.com. Now we're going to get into the episode. This is Outside the Round with Matt Brill. Also make sure you guys like, rate, subscribe, tell your mama and them. And for more details and uh, to get in touch with the rest of the familia, visit raiserowdy.com. Now let's get into it. Outside the Round with me, Matt Brill, a Raised Rowdy podcast. This is Outside the Round with Matt Burrill, a Rage Rowdy podcast. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Burrill. Welcome back to Outside the Round. And today we've got a very special episode. The last couple of weeks, we've been getting on some guys that are, that are newer to town or not even in town yet that are making some waves and got some buzz here in Nashville and doing the damn thing at a very young age and... This guest today, very excited for, because he, like me, is from the great state of New York, um, honestly, like 25, 30 minutes apart from each other, uh, and he's like a little brother to me that I don't get to spend enough time with and hang out with, because he's on the road, I'm on the road. We've got my boy Aiden Canfield with us today. Dude, we've been talking about doing this, I think, since we first met. Dude, it feels like it's been like six months or something like that. Yeah, because when did we first meet? You came and played our round. That was you and Tyler. That was in February. Yeah, so it was about right about six months. That, oh no, maybe yeah, it was February. It was February, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you that was when you were coming down and meeting with um, Justina and meeting with um, the folks over at Neil Agency and all yeah. that stuff. And you played. Um, we got to put on your. We got to give you your your first taste of playing in Nashville. Yeah, it was nuts too. I didn't expect like a writers round to be like that at all. Yeah, and, that place was packed. Yeah, and part of the reason that it was that it was packed and busy was. The buzz of what you were doing back home in New York. I guess so, right? man. Which isn't that weird to think about? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm, I mean, I'm still like so clueless when it comes to Nashville. <laughs> Dude, I mean, when did you move here? What? It was like two months ago, three in, months ago? In May. Like, in May. End yeah. of May, yeah. So this is your first summer here. Yeah, I um, love it though. Like, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, where in town are you living at? Berry Hill. Oh, cool. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's not far. You got, you got that Walmart down there in Berry Hill. Right? Or is that considered Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, There's like that's that like Walmart. right next to the Guitar Center. Yeah, have you been to that burrito place over there? Baja Burrito. Bro, Yo. Baja Burrito fucks. <laughs> Dude, listen. So uh, my drummer now, Wyatt, shout out to him. He's the goofiest guy ever. Um, <laughs> Most drummers are. Shout out to Matt McElwain. Yeah. Drummers are very goofy. He's, uh, no, Wyatt, he's hysterical. And um, the first time I met him, like before we played or nothing, I just wanted to grab lunch or whatever, meet him. And uh, he was like, yo, we got to go to Baja Burrito. I was like, all right, whatever. Never been there. And uh, it was closed because I think it was like Memorial Day or something. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Uh, and we went to Hugh Babies and then I just forgot about it. And every time I passed by, the line was like long. And I'm like, I'm not fucking going there. I'm not waiting that line. And then eventually I did. And I was like, this is the best burrito I've ever had in my life. Yeah, blows Chipotle <laughs> out of the water. Oh my God. And that's, dude, and by the way, that Chipotle over there, 
sucks. Like, it's the workers are, like, nice and everything. I think they're, like, defunded or something. I, I, last time I went in there, they're like, sorry, we don't have rice. Or we don't, well, and, we well, don't, and we don't have, like, the covers to cover the bowl. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's the key to when you're getting Chipotle. Like, it's on the, you go on the, when you're on the road, and you're on the road a lot now, probably the most that you've ever been. And oh, it's yeah, only going to continue sure. to happen. Um, Austin Neal and the folks over there are keeping you very busy, which is great to see. Yeah. Um, you eat a lot of Chipotle on the road because they have them in every every little college town has a fucking Chipotle. Even Tuscaloosa, Alabama, yeah. great Chipotle there. But you always say you're, you're getting it to go because then you can put the lid on top of the bowl. Oh, you got to shake it. And then you got to shake it, it exactly. up. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like a protein shaker, Dude, that's bro. why I ask for that every time. I'll get it and then I'll shake and sit my ass right there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Baja Burrito fucks. Um, Berry Hill's a good spot to be. Like, oh, I love it. It's and I'm like, close. I'm right across from a Publix. Uh, I walk to the gro- I don't have to ever drive to the grocery store. Um, what else is there? There's a liquor store. There's, There's all that traffic when you get on the 65. Yeah, that's not the best. Eighth <laughs> Ave is not the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, you go to the local a lot because that's kind of the near local, there. The local, that? the bar that's in town. It's on, I don't it's think going, it's going towards that way a little bit. I don't think I've ever been there. No. It's on like the like like West End, but a little south of town. Like that's like over by that that eighth area. It's a good good little bar that has rounds and stuff. Because um, when I first moved down here, I was a fucking hour out of town, commuting to Broadway every day and bouncing. An hour out. An well, hour out. I was in Spring Hill, so I was south of Franklin. Wow. Like I, was, I was down there in the, in the fucking Damn. country, bro. And it was funny. The first when I first moved down here, my uh, roommate Dakota. He's born and raised Middle Tennessee. Looks looks like your your standard six four bearded dude. He's got like three middle names. Parents very <laughs> involved in the local church. All that yeah. shit. Um, really nice kid. And he actually he's married with a kid now, which is crazy to think about from where we were a few years ago. Yeah. Um, but when I first moved to town, he took me to um, a gun store, uh, King's Firearms in Columbia, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and. And um, he introduced me to the old man behind the counter and was like, this is my new roommate, Matt. He just moved there from New York. Guy looked me dead in the eye, shook, stuck his hand out and said, son, welcome to America. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. That's ridiculous. Go. Yeah, Dakota had the playoff. Had Because down here, you, you can finance firearms down here. Um, so he had to pay off his uh, Springfield 45 that he had. And I ended up getting a, um, a Mossberg 500. So I got a little. I was like, I'm in the South. Now I got to get a little pump action. Welcome shotgun. to America. That's yeah, some welcome, shit out of a movie. Welcome to America. And I've been down here ever since. But. The closest I've ever lived to town is Hermitage, which is where I'm at now, and it took me, like, four years to get there. So the fact that you're, like, close enough to get to your rights, to get to everything, to go out, to go and do stuff with your old lady, like, be able to do all that stuff, it's... That's an advantage for you. Like, oh, good, good job getting uh, in that first spot. Oh, I'm not taking credit for that, because I was sending my manager, Justine, like, a million places, uh, just because I didn't, I didn't know the area. I was just, like, looking up, like... I was probably on, like, apartments.com or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she was like, no, like that area is awful or like, no, like this is like ridiculous. Yeah. She found this one and uh, I didn't even, I had, didn't even like look at the apartment. I just moved in and uh, yeah, it's awesome. You've been to Las Palmas? No, I don't It's a think... Mexican joint next to the liquor store in the Kroger that's down there by the Chick-fil-A on 8th. Uh, is it next to like Fenwick's? It's over in that way, over in that area, yeah. There's, there's a lot of, we'll, we could talk about, I'll, I'll, yeah, give, you some, yeah, I'll yeah. give you some, what's been the biggest culture shock coming from, from Westchester, bro? Because you grew up more in the city than I did. Like, Westchester, it's suburbs, but it's, you're, you're on the, like, the Bronx is right there. Yeah. Like, I grew and up I also, on the other I also side worked the there a bunch, too, so. Worked where, in the Bronx? No, like, in the, just in the city, like, all over. What were you doing? You were, uh, well, your dad's in the union, right? Yeah, yeah, I was working for my dad. Um, and that was, like, that's, like, not one specific spot. It was, like, everywhere, so. And what exactly, because there's, in New York, in the land of New York, there are 
the South doesn't have these. There are tons of unions. There's yeah. a union for literally everything. <laughs> so what was the, the Canfield uh, uh, family so trade? It was local 52 set dressing for movies and TV. So uh, I was like just carrying furniture and putting up curtains and like, yeah, getting like yelled at by like designers and shit <laughs> yeah did you get to meet any like cool people because it's like sets for things or were you in there so there early was one time before everything and i don't even know her name because i just i'm really bad with like actors names awful actually uh i saw i was working on a show called the gilded age it's on hbo okay um i don't like it <laughs> it's pretty boring. Yeah, I've never heard. My of mom it. loves it. It's I think it's like an older. Shout person out, shout show. out to Kath. Shout out to Kath. I know she's yeah, gonna be watching. Shout this. out, mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like a it's like an old, uh, like it takes place in like the eighteen hundreds. About like the rich people from, uh, like like the rich people in America, like uh, like uh, I don't know Vanderbilt, like people like that. And um, we did a lot of shooting in New York and a lot of stuff in like Rhode Island because like their summer homes would be in Rhode Island. Um, and the main character, she, she's an older woman. She was in like Mamma Mia and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I have uh, no idea either. I saw her in the COVID line one time and it was like six in the morning. I was like, fucking whatever. I don't care. That's crazy to say. Yeah. You saw, I saw her in the COVID line. Yeah. Like we, had getting to get, tested? we had to get tested like at one point, like twice a week. Whoa. Cause it was, it's a movie production. It was like nuts, dude. Yeah. So that's wild. Yeah. Cause yeah. you got to be up there. Cause you're, you're what? 21. Just turned twenty one, yeah. Yeah, which is fucking great. awesome. Yeah, that's that changes changes things a little bit. Especially for you. in Nashville. Yeah. yeah, that first time you came down, you weren't even twenty one yet. No. <laughs> um, like, cause but growing up in growing up in Westchester, bro. Like, cause I'm actually going. I'm actually flying into Newark tomorrow. I'm going home for a couple of days. My family, oh, yeah. my fam, my mom and dad just sold the house. My mom and stepdad just sold the house up in um, up in Rockland. They've had the house in Delaware for a while, and it's like. You pay twenty grand a year in taxes on yeah. a house in Rockland or Westchester. It's That's ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah, and it's like great place to grow up. Love, uh, never gonna, never gonna regret growing up in New York. Like great schools, all that shit. Awesome playing Section One sports. Fantastic. Great way to grow up. Section One. Yeah, Section One, baby. Jesus. Shout out. Um, but like, there, um, I'm going up and I'm doing like a food tour in the village. I'm bringing my girlfriend up with me to, because it's like the last time that my family's gonna be living up there because they're selling the house. They close in um, the middle of August. Yeah. So I'm taking. I'm gonna be driving around Rockland and stuff and she's like don't you live in the city or like being in like the city area and it's like Rockland and Westchester like as suburbs it's like it's a weird spot because everybody in the city is like oh you're from upstate and then everybody from upstate's like you're from the city yeah it's uh well because like on the map it's right there but uh like the feeling the second you get the second like you're and I did it all the time. The second you just drive out of the city and you're, like, on, like, the Springbrook Parkway, like, going into, like, the bottom of Westchester, it's completely different. Because it is. It's all, like, you go from driving around, like, big shitty buildings to, like, nice trees and, like, reservoirs and shit. Yeah, go over, go over to Scarsdale and it's like you're, oh. at, you're at Harry Potter Hogwarts. Yeah, dude. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, and, I, and I got a big sense of that when I was going to Cortland. Oh yeah, that's right. You went to Cortland. <laughs> yeah, so I was um, gym teacher. You yeah, and actually <laughs> last night I got a DM from the new Cortland wrestling coach, and he was like, "Dude, I lived in Nashville for 15 years. Like, uh, I love country music. Like, I'm a fan of yours, and like just made the connection last night that you like wrestled here for a semester." 
And I was like, yeah, man. He was like, can I send you some T-shirts? I was like, sure. I already got a bunch, but please send me some T-shirts. <laughs> I'll awesome. wear them. Uh, he was like, shout out Red Dragon Wrestling. I was like, I mean, I'll do it right now. Shout out <laughs> Corlin Red Dragon Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and I, was, I got a DM like almost, I felt like midnight last night. I was like, this is so cool. The Cortland wrestling coach is like, yo, dude, love your stuff. I'm like, dude, I wrestled there. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Cortland, I definitely got the sense of like, um, like the kids you'd meet from like Buffalo who talk like they're from the Midwest. Uh, well, you know, they would say like, oh, you're like from the city basically. And then um, the kids from like, Long Island would be like, oh, you're upstate. And it's like, no, I'm not, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm right here. I'm probably closer than you are with yeah. traffic. Oh, yeah. The yeah. LIE, there's no fucking way. Yeah. They're, they're making it faster. How are the townies in Cortland? Because I've been up there, I think, twice. Because I went and visited Cortland. I went and visited Oneonta. Shout out to Stonyonta. I had some yeah. good friends that went there. <laughs> um, what is, what was, and then the Cortica game, too. I'm sure you got to experience that while yeah. you were up there. Um, so, uh, yeah, the townies are... They're, they were, I never had a bad experience. I mean, I have, like, some crazy videos on my phone just, like, walking out the bar. There's this one old dude who uh, would walk around with, like, one of those big stereo, like, boom boxes. And he had his own, like, rolled cigarettes, which was a little <laughs> sketchy, but we would still smoke them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he was just a cool guy. Uh, the town. I mean, I really never had, like, a bad run-in with any of the townies. I mean, they're just, like, super country-looking people. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and what, what else you have said? The, oh, oh the Cortica. It? Yeah, Cortica. Uh, Cortica was sick. I got fucking hammered. Isn't it wild <laughs> that a D3 football game can be that big to it's crazy. a community? Like, there's a whole, for the entire state of New York, like, ev- like, everybody knows someone that either went to Ithaca or went to Cortland. Oh, yeah, dude. And, uh, and, and it's like, it's, like, people know about it. Like, my manager, Justine. She actually she went to Cornell. She's smart pants. Yeah, well, that's uh, why she's managing and looking it, over all the contracts. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but even her, she would like knows about cord cuts. It's a big thing, dude. It's like, it's crazy, and everybody like goes nuts for it. It's so fun. Um, and I was since I wasn't twenty one yet, I didn't even like try to go to the bars. We were just kind of like mobbing around the streets of Cortland, just <laughs> drinking beers. Um, yeah, have you ever seen that video from like Cortica 2013 or something? I don't, I don't know. That would, that would have been when I was. So I was in college. I went to Ryder, but I had a lot of oh, friends cool. that went. To, I had a lot of friends that went to went to Cortland and played football there. Um, I was in college from the fall of 2013 to the spring of 2017. Okay. So that would have been my my time, dude. It, you have to watch this video. It's nuts. It's like uh, this is when they like kind of started like being more strict on like you know, the student body, like, during Cortica, because this video is this whole... I forget what the street name is. I was only there for a semester. Um, <laughs> but this one street that, like, it's this big hill, like, goes from, like, top of campus all the way down to, like, where the main street where all the bars are. And um, this video is, like, jam-packed with kids. Like, uh, kids are flipping cars. Shit's on, like, fire. Like, it's literally, like, something... It's, like, Project X shit. Like, the... Co- Cars are being flipped in the video. Kids are, like, getting, like, thrown down and arrested. Like, it is wild. And it wasn't like that at all when I was there. But, like, what we would do is, like, we'd pull that up on YouTube, like, while we were pre-gaming, like, for Cortica. And we'd be like, fuck yeah. And, like, just get hammered watching, like, these old Cortland students, like, flipping cars and shit. Um, Yeah, and they do the game. They've done that game at MetLife, right? 
Yeah, I think which I think, is pretty I think wild that you would take an upstate New York rivalry and bring it down to the armpit of America in Central New Jersey. Yeah, dude, I think they might have done it at. Did they do it at Yankee Stadium? No, that's what I was thinking. I really don't know because they've done it at different locations now. They've done since it since it's gotten bigger. Yeah, when I was when I was there, I don't. I think it was the year after they did it at one of the stadiums. When I was there, it was at. I think it was at. It was at Cortland. Yeah, when I was there, I didn't even go. Like I was just like we were because there was a live stream and there were so many people there. Like uh, we were late to buying tickets and we were just watching the live stream like in a dorm room. And you would like we kept the window open because like you'd like see something. You'd hear the like the chatter and like the screaming like before you saw it because it was a live stream. So you'd hear chatter and you'd be like, okay, was it good or bad? And then like it would take like ten seconds for the TV to load. So it was kind of funny. But yeah, yeah. That was a good memory. I haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah, dude. Court, court, that's that's um, because that's my thing. I didn't go to a SUNY, but I applied to a bunch of them. Like mm-hmm. I I got into Albany. Um, that's a good. Oneonta, that's a good one. Albany, Oneonta. I ended up somehow going nine for nine, and but I picked Ryder. I wanted to go to Quinnipiac because that's oh, where yeah. my parents went, and Quinnipiac is the quintessential rich rich kid party school. So I would not have oh, been able yeah. to afford to go there. I mean, I they at- just won, and they just won the hockey national championship. Oh, the, did they? They won the frozen wow. four. Yeah, which is their first. But that's where my parents went, and like that's where like I I wanted to go, but I ended up going to Ryder. But I had friends that went to Plattsburgh, I had, and were going up and partying in Montreal. Every my cousin other went weekend. to Plattsburgh. Yeah, it's a different world up there. And then I have my um, my stepbrother and uh, his girl went to Oswego. I have a stepbrother that's going to school at Binghamton, and we did. Binghamton's a sh- great. That's a good school. Binghamton's a really good school, and it's a fucking big school too. Yeah, dude. And we went to we went there. Remember McElwain? We did a show. We did that Touch of Texas show. Remember we went out to those bars. Mac, I took I took all the Southern boys out to the bars in Binghamton, and they were like culture shock because it's like there's not a band playing. It's all. DJs. Oh, it's just DJs, and it's just like a bunch of <laughs> underage kids just fucking raging. Yeah, bro. It's like a daycare center. Yeah, but I mean, I was before I was at Corland, I was at Bucknell, which is like completely different. Yeah, Bucknell is like private school, like like super rich kid, like it's crazy. Yeah, and um, I, I all I was doing there was wrestling and drinking, so yeah, it wasn't the best for me. And I was like, I was like an intro, like engineering major thing. Oh shit. <laughs> bad dude. <laughs> I did not it was really bad and it was during covid like i didn't go to class like i would literally like i'd wake up super early for wrestling practice and make that and then i'd come back and fall back asleep and miss my classes yeah um and it was super expensive so i was just i just yeah left. yeah dude it, it's it's crazy uh what weight class were you were you wrestling i'm guessing like so a, like a middleweight right or what they, they shred you down to a lightweight uh so when i was at when i was at bucknell uh I mean that team was really good. The kid, I was, the kid, like the there was one kid on my team who was, uh, the starter at one sixty five. He was like ranked like second in the country. Like he was, and it was Division One, so he was like, I think he lost in the the NCAA semifinals to the kid who won it. Like, yeah. um, his name's Zach Harbin. He's really really good. And I I met some like my, I st- I talked to all my friends from Bucknell still, and I really don't talk to anybody from Cortland. Um, but when I was at when I was at Bucknell, I wasn't really like strictly in a weight class because the team was so good. There was probably another kid ahead of me who would wrestle before I would. Um, but at Cortland, I, I got all the way down to one fifty seven. Whoa! Yeah, which right now I'm probably like one seventy eight or something. Isn't it nice to not have to cut weight? 
Yeah, you but probably I, did that. You probably did that for most of your life. Yeah, but I miss being like ripped and shit. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, dude. Because I had buddies that would. It's like it's like in in New York. It's you a lot of you have a lot of three sport athletes. Like in the fall, you play you play football or you're doing. That's that's what like, I was until I was a sophomore. Yeah, you're doing like you're doing football or. Or there's the there's the weird weirdos that play soccer, or there's the there's the the guys that run cross country that like yeah. to like to do everybody else's punishment where you have to run, but they do it for sport. Yeah. Um. And then in the in the winter, you're you're either playing ice hockey, you're you're wrestling, or you're playing basketball. You're doing indoor track and field, and the bigger yeah, yeah. football players are throwing. And then in the spring, it's like baseball, lacrosse, a lot of lax bros. Like we come from the land of lax bros and wrestlers, dude. Pleasantville is nasty lacrosse. Oh yeah, I remember. Pleasantville was ridiculous. Yeah, I went to Clarkstown South, so we were a big like we had um, when I was there my senior my junior year we had Christian Aileen as uh, black kid. Funny enough, um, which was which was rare to have in Section One lacrosse at the time. Oh yeah. Um, and I remember one game we played, or I used to travel with the team because I, I worked with um, MSG Varsity. So oh I yeah, you're telling me about that. I would cover, MSG man. So yeah, so I would cover like we had the um, the Jersey New York thing yeah, um yeah. where we hosted it at um at my high school and we did all that stuff and like mike quick and like all those guys yeah. that were like big in the sports media stuff but i remember chris won one game i forget who, i think it might have been against nyack or somebody in our in our county and he 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 fucking went from all across the field as the goalie and fucking scored damn like he was that yeah. good he ended up playing at rutgers and he, i think he coaches with the u.s olympic team now um or coached at rutgers or something but yeah. Like the sports culture down here compared to the sports because high school football down here is oh, nuts. Football. High school basketball is huge down here. High school baseball is huge down here, but up north it's like wrestling and lacrosse and football is still big back home. Basketball is yeah. still big. I mean the new Rochelle game. Um, I was there when um, or I was at the game before the um, new Rochelle had that crazy moment, that full court shot. At the end, I don't know if you remember that. I don't think I remember the two, that. The two kids. It was on ESPN. It was like a top play for like a couple weeks. You remember the kid from Ardsley? Julian McGarvey? Yeah. That yeah, so I grew up in Ardsley. I, I went to, I was I didn't go to Pleasant until I was 16. Oh really? So you're an Ardsley kid, really? I'm an, I'm an Ardsley kid at heart for okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh my parents grew up in Ardsley. Uh like I'm still all my best friends are still from Ardsley and Pleasantville. It's kind of cool. I have like this big Ardsley Pleasantville friend group and yeah. they hang out with that's each great. other now. Yeah, it's cool. Um but yeah, that, that I, I like just moved to Pleasantville, and uh, that shot was nuts. Remember, it was like the Miracle McGarvey. Yeah. He was interviewed on ESPN. It was yeah, that's fucking what I'm saying. Nuts, that's dude. what I'm saying. There's been some cool like historical <laughs> yeah. moments, like to come out of come out of Westchester and come out of come out of Section One Sports. And I just remember going over there and playing games because, like, at the time we were Double A. Now South is back down to A, which is kind of funny because in our town we have two high schools. You have Clarkstown North and you have Clarkstown South. Mm-hmm. Each of them graduate over 400 kids. So it's like if you put them together, we'd be like an Arlington. Yeah, or we'd be like a North Rockland or like one of the bigger, bigger schools. Now yeah. we're now we're down and we're having a lot. We're down a class and we're having a lot more success. Um, but like we would play New Rochelle, we would play Mamaroneck, we would play Scarsdale, we'd play. Um, what else would we fucking play? We'd go up to Dutch. You were play, at South. I was at South. So we played. Yeah. Maya, we played Mayapack. We'd play. Um, well, RC Ketchum, Arlington, Ketchum, like all yeah, those yeah. schools. Fucking Ketchum, dude. Yeah, I mean re- wrestling. We wrestled Clarkstown North every single year. Yeah. Um, my and my wrestling team in high school was good, dude. We I were, bet the only team we ever lost to, like really ever, was uh, and we were in small. So with wrestling, it's just small schools and big schools. Yes, yeah, so you were probably going against like Pearl River and Nanuet and people like that, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Pearl River bounced in between big school and small school. Yeah, every the Irish Pirates. The oh 90, yeah, ninety percent uh, Irish Catholic town. That place is crazy. Yeah. But uh, 
But no, yeah, we'd wrestle Clarkstown North and like all, we'd wrestle all the big schools like most of the time. And the only team we would ever lose to is the team that won the big schools, which was Fox Lane. And oh, dude, we play them too, dude. Fox we Lane. we would lose to Fox Lane <laughs> by like like a match or like points yeah. every single time we wrestled them. Um, and we would usually just blow out the teams in small schools. Yeah. I and mean, we were good, dude. We were so we our team was ridiculous. Like yeah. It was like wrestling freaking central in this small little yeah. town, Pleasantville. Yeah, so when did when did the pivot happen to where being a, a collegiate wrestler in New York and then COVID happens and life changes and you get time to figure yourself out? Yeah. When did Aiden Canfield writing songs and doing this? Like, Because you're kind of in a genre of your own, the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, there's definitely, you're, you're part of this wave. And you've heard me talk about it on this podcast before, I'm sure. Like, I talked about it with Landon. I talked about it with Caleb. Like, you're part of that that there's this tree of like since since Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers and those guys yeah. were doing like storytelling stuff. But then there's there's the northern influence where like that sounds like a Springsteen kind of song. Like yeah, you yeah, have dude. that I mean, element. That's, yeah, that's kind of how it started for me with him. So when I was uh I got like I didn't pick up the guitar until I was basically 18. Um but when I was like 16, 17 is when I started like to really like listen to music. Like I want, I like went out like on my own and I like looked for music I liked and a lot of it was uh, like I got hooked on Bruce because it was always in my ear growing up because my dad's a big Bruce Springsteen fan yeah, and so boss, was my mom bro. Yeah, yeah dude um, and then once I started listening on my own I was like this is like the shit he's talking about is ridiculous like I remember the first time I really listened to his song uh, it's called My Hometown I mean like the lyrics in that are nuts like he's talking about like uh like a racial divide in his high school and like this shooting and then he talks about like jobs leaving and like like just it's so like like it's so like like new jersey new york it feels and i was like this is crazy i was like is this what it was like my dad growing up like i was like and it makes you think it was so i i really started listening to him a bunch and then i picked up the guitar like I think in the like the football season of my senior year of high school, so uh, like 2019, 2020, and then COVID happened. COVID shut down everything a week after the state tournament for wrestling, which is good. I got that in, um, and then and I I still sucked. Like I was I was playing like a few songs. I could play a few songs like I would listen to. Like I played like a Matchbox Twenty song well and like a Luke Combs song well. It was so random. Um, and yeah, man, I just kept playing. Still, I would sing to myself here and there, and then I didn't start like singing until I left Bucknell. So like a year later, so 20, 2021, 2022, that spring semester after I left Bucknell, I went to work for my dad, and a lot of it was in like Rhode Island and just in a hotel room. And uh, I had my guitar, so I'd get home from work, um, and I'd sit in that hotel room, and I would like start to post TikToks of me singing. And they're still on there, and they sound awful. Like, I was covering just random shit. Um, like, I was covering everything from, like, Fast Car to, like, uh, like a, you know, Tyler Chiller song or, like, a Thomas Rhett song. And then that was when I started writing, too. I started – I really think I wrote my first song, like, in a hotel room in, like, Rhode Island. Yeah, and you've kind of taken a, a different approach to where – you're you're new to town and you're you're still relatively new and figuring out this music thing. You're doing, you're you're learning very quick and you're doing you're doing fucking awesome, but you have a whole album out already. Yeah. Like, what was the decision to do to do that? Like, before um, you even come to Nashville, think about coming down here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no. When I did the album, 
even when that, when that album was put out, even I was there was no plan for me to come to Nashville at all. But where'd you record it at? Like, how does all that? So yeah, so how does all that happen? I so I wrote that first song. The I so I ended up going back to school the next semester because I wasn't like I picked up the guitar, I started writing songs, and I was like, light bulb, like <laughs> this is it. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. Um, but when I was in Cortland, uh, I was instead of like you know skipping class because of wrestling, which I would still go to wrestling practice. I was skipping class because I was writing like crazy. Yeah. Um, and I wrote that first song, The Idea of Me, in my dorm room at like 3 in the morning. I wrote like that other song, Never Lose, in my dorm room. I wrote that other song, The Only Good, in my dorm room. Like um, a lot of those songs were in that little dorm room I wrote. And then, you know, my grades were fine. And I was, I think I just called my parents and I was like, I don't want to fucking be here. Like I'll, I'll go to work for you, Dad, but like I want to try and do this. Like I think I, I think I write good songs. Like I want to try this. Then I got home and probably a month or two later, uh, I found the guys who helped me produce the album, Mike and Nick Squante, uh, which is funny. Their dad was my chorus teacher in middle school. No who shit. Who gave me detention like every day. That's funny. I got kicked out of chorus. I, I should have. I got kicked out and I had to take a class called General Music and I had to write papers about music. Oh, General about Music. music. I remember that. Yeah, dude. We were in the same fucking curriculum. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was chorus band or that. And, yeah, and if you were in that, that's I took, bad. <laughs> I took that, dude. I took that because my chorus teacher, Miss Blank, grumpy old Jewish lady, hated me. That's the most New York, New Jersey thing me. ever. Miss Blank in the sixth grade, pain in my ass. We had to yeah. sing that um, that gym class hero song. That take a look at my girlfriend. I was like, I ain't doing this. Yeah, shit. dude. I, I did not. I was not. So it's funny. I work in music now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it wasn't their dad that like I got in the most trouble with, but I think the year before or after, I had a different chorus teacher. And I got a lot in trouble one time. I think I just got not a lot of trouble. I got like a few lunch detentions, but yeah. he was like, you know, conducting or whatever. And he had a really hairy stomach oh, and he was no. wearing this short sweater. <laughs> so I kept asking him questions because it was hysterical. <laughs> I was like, kept asking him like what all the arm motions meant and stuff. So he kept like lifting his arms and the sweater <laughs> would come up and you see his hairy stomach. And he did it like a bunch of times. Eventually he caught on. After, you know, all of us were hysterically laughing at this guy's yeah. <laughs> stomach. Um, but, yeah, I had no interest in that shit. But, anyways, <clears throat> those guys, Mike and Nick, their dad, uh, you know, he knew my mom and stuff, and he knew me because uh, my mom worked at Ardsley. Um, so, yeah, my, I think my mom sent him a DM or something. My mom was like, hey, my son, like, writes stuff and, like, wants to record it. Like, heard you guys are the best. And he was like, yeah. And I called him. We did that first song, The Idea of Me, and then, like, it did super well. And then I just kept, like, there was no plan for me to, like, do an album because I was still writing, I, I was still writing everything um, as I was recording them. Um, <clears throat> so I did put out that song, and then I put out another song, and then another song, and I think I put out, like, seven singles. And I was at a point where I was like, all right, well, this is, or I, have, I have seven singles out that's, like, long enough for an EP already, like, you know, probably longer than most. And uh, I still had, like, a shit ton of songs that, like, were all in that realm of what I was writing. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to record five more and then put them all together, and that's going to be an album. And it was, like, just that, and it was, it was cool. I wrote every song by myself. and uh, That's impressive, by the way, to do. And and now you're probably doing a lot of co-writing with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. the pub deal and For everything. Sure. Mm -hmm. But to, do, to come up with a whole album by yourself at yeah. that age, that's... Kind I mean, of unheard of. Dude, it was a blast. I mean, I was so, like, laser-focused in on it, too. Um, 
yeah, I was just constantly trying to write something. That f- and it, what was cool was like after like those six, seven singles were out, but then I kind of took a look at those seven songs, <clears throat> and I wanted to have you know four, five, six more. Ended up being five more, twelve songs, and uh, I didn't like technically like write a different way for the album, but I was kind of like, okay, well, like out of these seven songs, what's a song that would like fit in there, but uh, is different. So like that's those next five songs kind of like came out of that headspace and it all came together super well, man. And I'm so, I just love albums like so much. I feel like they've lost their value now that they're just a picture on your phone and not like something physical. Um, So yeah, I think the whole album thing was kind of just like, I think I did it more for myself because a single is like what you do to really throw it out there. And I think those five songs probably would have done a lot better if yeah. I did that, yeah. which is fine. Um, but I just wanted to like make a project for myself because it's like I was writing that from when I was 19 to 21 year, 19 to 20 years old, like in that, you know, weird area of dropping out of college and figuring out big boy stuff and, and being in Westchester, New York during COVID. Yeah. So it's not like, yeah. And <laughs> that's it's a not, weird time. And it, yeah. So it's not like, uh, but honestly, I think that's why it came out a little bit more country because during that time of being in, you know, up, upstate New York, <laughs> um, uh, during COVID me and my friends, like the only thing we did was ride our bikes to the woods and drink like, because, which is like, you know, not a very Westchester thing to do. But no, not that's, at all. But that's all we did in high school. So, like, when people hear I'm from New York, they probably think I'm some, like, person I'm not. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, the way, like, I grew up with my friends, we kind of just did just reckless, like, small-town shit. Yeah, that's what I say. But that's, what I'm, that's why I'm excited to be going home this this week. And my my family, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're – so your family, like, for – Generations has been kind of in Westchester everywhere, just only Westchester. Yeah, like, and that's all like of them. Yeah. on my mom's side. We go back to like my great my great grandparents went to went to high school and went to high school in Rockland. Yeah, like yeah. so, I'm 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 like fourth generation. Probably in the came county. in on Ellis Island or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my my great great grandparents for yeah. sure. I think they yeah, like everybody came in on like Ellis Island stuff, and it's like there's like especially like in Rockland, you've you've got. Like, you go up to, like, north, like, you go to, like, Sloatsburg, and you go to, like, places like that, because, like, the Appalachian Trail, like, runs through my side yeah. of the river, you know? Like, Bear Wait, so did right you there. did you live in New Jersey? So, I lived in, I lived in New City, right by the Palisades Mall. Okay. And then I went to college at Ryder, and I would go to, and then after Ryder, I worked for a radio station in the New Brunswick area. Okay. Wait, so, but so New City is New York? Yeah, it's Rockland, yeah. Oh, it's right okay, next to, okay, right okay. next to like Nanuet, Valley yeah, Cottage, yeah, yeah. Congress. For, for some reason, I thought nah. you were living in New Jersey. No, well, I, I lived in New Jersey for a little while. I didn't, okay. I wasn't like an official resident. Like yeah, my, yeah. My, my, my billing address would have still been in Valley Cottage. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where my, my mom and my stepdad um, moved in together. Yeah. Um, but like my grandparents were were in Congers, like everybody was. It was all like Rockland Bakery, like this and that, and like going to the Palisades Mall. But like I would couch surf after college, um, working at the radio station because yeah. New Brunswick to like where I was from to where I was working was like an hour and forty five minutes, sometimes two and a half hour drive, depending on how if two eighty seven was gonna be good to me or not. Yeah, you know? I got like, a song called two eighty seven. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! I'd love to hear that. I spent so many nights and so many mornings and just so many days driving up and down. Yeah, yeah. Two eighty. And and going over to the bridge. Did you see the video? My mom sent this sent it to me the other day of like 
people like they shut down the, the TZ bridge. I'm always going to call it the Tappan Z bridge. It's never going to be the Cuomo bridge oh, for it's me. Tap never. Bridge. It's always going to be the TZ. Yeah. Um, doing fucking like burnouts and shit, and they like like close the road, like just idiots. What? In the middle of the night, just blocking traffic. The doing... Tappan Z bridge. Yeah, dude. I'll have to send you the How video. How did they close off the road? They just it was just these dudes starting burnouts. They got out of their cars and were fucking blocking traffic, and the cop dude, was like trying what? to stop them, and nobody I did not was fucking see listening. That. Yeah, I'll show it to you after this, dude. It was fucking That's wild. Nuts. Um. But yeah, I spent a lot of time in, in Jersey, and that's where I got involved in the country scene was doing shows at Jenks, doing shows at Starland Ballroom, doing shows in, in Hoboken at Maxwell's Tavern when mm -hmm. that was around. Like, I saw Old Dominion at Maxwell's Tavern. That's like a basement kind of room in Hoboken, so you know it's not big. And I saw um, Old Dominion play for a sold-out crowd of like 85 people that's or wild. like 100 people. Like, it's wild to look back on. And there wasn't much of like a local country scene in in Westchester and Rockland, but I, I saw you you got to play some shows up there. Like you still found a way to go and play at the saloon in Pro River, go and play at yeah. places like um, that. Like what were those initial kind of gigs like? Because like we had Landon on a few weeks ago, and he was talking about like playing at the coffee shop and then taking it from the coffee shop to a fucking parking garage and playing. Yeah, I mean, so I, I literally literally like I had like a one year ago today uh, memory of it was probably a few weeks ago our first like real gig as a band. And before that, I would do like an open mic here and there. Where were those at? Uh, there was a town in, I mean, there's a, a bar in my town called Lucy's, which we ended up like doing real shows. And then uh, I did an open mic at like the random pubs in like Newport, Rhode Island when I was working there. Okay, yeah, so you were doing the music thing up there too. Yeah, but it was, I was kind of just here and there. It's just like my dad would honestly like kind of make me do it because I, I, sh I would shit my pants about doing it. I was terrified of it. Um, and literally, like, I had, like, a one-year-ago-today thing, like, a few weeks ago. Our first, like, real thing as a band was we played – we play, so there's uh, the Greenberg Pool, which is, like, in Ardsley. Uh, they have this thing called Greenberg Day. It's just, like, a fair for, like, little kids. We played that. And it was, like, on, literally just on, like, a floor um, – there was really no reason for us to be playing. It was so – it was my uncle – my uncle runs it, so he was kind of just be like, hey, bring your band. And, you know, had a few friends come and family – and we did that, and then we got a date booked at this place called Lucy's Garage in Pleasantville, which is like a big music thing. Um, they got like a nice stage and a sound system for what it is, and we've and from that first show we did another three, and we've sold it out every single time for like a hundred and like forty people, and it's like a big party, dude. We play for like two hours. My buddy Jeff who plays guitar, he would open the show because he does his own thing. Um, and dude, it was just so much. I mean, it was everybody would get hammered. Like we would play like so many songs. Uh, we we would play Revival by Zach Bryan, and there's a video of uh, me pulling up like all of my friends on stage, and we're all just like partying. I think I've seen that. Yeah. Jumping, and the guy who owns the place was probably like twitching like when <laughs> we were doing that. But yeah, that that's how we how I started playing shows. Um, when did you cross the river and start playing? Because I saw, I saw you played in Rockland a little bit. Yeah, so I have a, uh, I have like a pretty big family, so everybody always knows someone. Um, the beauty like, of New York, the familiar. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, uh, in Ardsley, there's a. I'm actually friends with his son and everything, uh, but uh, his name's Mr. Casey. He owns uh, the saloon. Oh, really? Yeah. 
No shit. And that is like one of the biggest bars. That's probably the biggest bar in Rockland County. That's why it was my first time that, there. That's I the place it. that charges a hundred dollar cover on um on Thanksgiving Eve and Holy on New Year's crap. Eve. Yeah, that's a place that you it's tough to get it's tough to get into. I did not know and that. And my, my family business with Culligan Culligan Water that um my family had for generations in Rockland, they were one of our one of our like clients. So like mm. we would go, I would deliver salt over there and, and do all that shit. Um but yeah, the Pearl River is like a fun you ever been to St. Patrick's Day there? No, no. Say, I, I have, so I have a, like uh, my cousins' cousins who like are also really like cool with and close with. Um, the their last name's Kilkenny. They um, perfect Pearl River name. Oh, Irish as <laughs> fuck, dude. Just so yeah. I, we're all. I'm like a hundred percent Irish. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they made the right move to go to Pearl River. Um, but yeah, he was telling me about how St. Patrick's there is just like dude. It's not circus. Timothy Dolan, the Cardinal, comes every year. They have Timothy Dolan, dude. It's a, and they have the parade, like, like, cause I, um, one That's of my, crazy. One of my, yeah, dude, I grew up going to that. Like, I'm, I have a little bit of Irish in me. I, I got to do one of those, one of those tests. My dad had sent me one. My to parents do. did that. That's how I know, yeah. like, what I am. Yeah, my yeah. dad had sent me one to do, and I never fucking, I spit in the tube, but I never mailed it out. So I got to oh. get another one, or I got to, I got to tell the Mormons that, like, oh, I mailed this and I never got it back, and see if they'll send me another one for free or whatever. <laughs> but, um, shout out to the Mormons. Um, but, um, <laughs> But like I've got, but there's something to me about hearing the the bagpipes that just brings this nostalgia. Oh, dude, I have two cousins that play bagpipes, and it's like, man, any like family gathering, they'll just whip it out, and you're like, fuck yeah, I yeah, love those and that, things. And I used to, and McAvoy knows this from when I was when I was driving the van with the Trey Lewis boys. It'd be like late at night. We'd be driving in like Kansas or some bumfuck state, and I'd be like tired, but I'd be the one driving, being the tour manager. And I'd be like, "All right, I gotta stay awake. I'm gonna play ACDC? The, the instrumental. Well, ACDC, um, but also like the just instrumental bagpipe shit or Dropkick Murphys or like oh, that shit, shit, dude. And they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Because the Southerners <laughs> don't know. They don't. They don't know about the bagpipes. No. They don't know about that big old fire. That that heavy set. 350-pound Irish fireman, volunteer fireman, who's banging on the drums at the oh, back dude. of the parade, dude. Dude, when I was, yeah, in, like, Yonkers or something. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when I was, uh, I remember, like, while, as I was, like, writing that album and making stuff, um, uh, I was listening to It's a Long Way to the Top by ACDC yeah. when the bagpi bagpipes come in, and I texted my cousin. I was like, dude, we got to put bagpipes on the, I want to put bagpipes on the song, like, eventually. I haven't done it yet. I'm still going to do it. Yeah, I, words. in the moment you do that. I'm I, throwing you, bagpipes on a song. You have like, raised Rowdy's full support. Dude, I am it could in be, on that shit. It'd be so cool. I mean, like, it, and it wouldn't be anything crazy. Because, like, that song, it's just straight, like, hard guitars and rock, and then yeah. it just comes in, and you're like, this is fucking incredible yeah so i think that'd be cool just to throw in like a song on like a project yeah the pro river parade dude is just is just wild or at least it was when i was a kid i haven't been up there post covid but and there's that strip of bars i forget what the name of the street is but it's got there's like seven or eight bars there is it the, one with the, saloon? the one with the saloon yeah saloon's there noonan's is there frankie and johnny's is there there's a bunch of like just Irish names. Yeah, and then I've never really explored. I, that's the only bar I've been it's, to. There. And it's cool is they have the train station right there, so mm -hmm. you can take the train from there right over to right over to Hoboken. And I know I've talked about building the train to go from New York, go from Rock, go across the river over the TZ, like yeah. parallel to it and stuff. And that's how I get to Yankee Stadium usually when I go to a game, which I haven't uh, been. Dude, I, I, been a I few was years. telling the best like I was. This is like my one of my favorite stories. I was telling it yesterday in the van to my band. Um, because we would always just hop on. Because there's a train station in Pleasantville. Yeah. You hop on the train, you just drink a million beers, and you end up in Yankee Stadium, and it's like the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, 
two years ago, I was just telling the story. This is crazy. This is like one of the only fights I've like got into. We were playing <laughs> the Red Sox. Yeah. And uh, so <clears throat> it was, it went extra innings. We won. It was fucking nuts. And uh, we're walking outside the stadium, me and my friends, and we're just fucking rinsed, like so drunk. Where, and, were, you, where were you sitting at? Do you remember? I don't know, dude. Uh, I really don't remember a lot of it, honestly. <laughs> um, we're probably in the bleachers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, where that's where I'm usually yeah, at, dude. a left field. Just yeah. a bleacher creature. Uh, but uh, we're, so we're walking outside the stadium, and we see a group of Yankee fans, like our age, like getting into it with a group of like Red Sox fans our age. Too. Actually, they were older. They were like older dudes. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, because we were like 19, 20, and th- these kids were probably like 25, 26. Uh, so we walk up to them, we're like, oh, yeah, we're backing up. We just fucking won. Like, fuck those Red Sox. Like, we, yeah. we're going to – it was the most New York thing ever. And then w- me and my friends pull up, and the original Yankee fans that were fighting with these kids are just, like, disappear. So now we're, like, in, like, this argument for no reason, and it's just getting heated. We're, like, shoving each other, this and that. And somehow we got to the consensus of, like, picking one person from each friend group to just duke it out. Yeah. <laughs> and – uh but the deal was like they, we pick one of them, they pick one of us, and I'm like the smallest kid out of my friend group, so they picked me, and I was like, "Oh, baby, let's go!" Like I'm gonna <laughs> just drop this kid, and they pick like this tall, lanky kid, and he was literally wearing like the Boston shirt of like him of the Boston like kid like pissing on a Yankee. Oh, fan. Have geez. you seen those shirts? Yeah, oh yeah. So, um, and uh, immediately like I just I just picked him up. I literally like walked him over to the grass because we were on concrete, being smart. Um, and I just just fucking just threw him on the ground. Yeah, like, you don't fight a wrestler. No, but then I got I got off immediately because he was like I think I knocked the wind out of him. He was kind of like like yeah. one of those. And I just got off of him and I was like that's that. And I just I was like about to start booking it because you know it's Yankee Stadium. There's cops everywhere. Oh yeah. And then my friend fucking runs over with his tall boy, just dumps it all oh, over him, oh. and then like. Then the cops come and there's like a dog and we just book it and those kids get in trouble and we don't because we yeah, won, dude. It's well, like New they're, York, they're bro. Boston fans in New yeah. York. That's and what's gonna happen. Yeah, dude, it was nuts. But that that was like I was telling that story yesterday and I forgot about it, dude. It was like the most New York thing ever. Like, yeah, dude. I remember my first Yankee Red Sox game. I went with my dad, who's from New England, but is a Yankees fan. Um, oh, shit. Partly, that's part of the reason I think my mom ended up agreeing to marry him back in the day is because he converted over. He, when they were at Quinnipiac, it was, he remembers watching the ball roll through Bill Buckner's leg. And he's like, all right, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> um, and then married my mom. Um, yeah. But I remember just watching and just seeing the, the chaos of a Yankees Red Sox game. Because this was like 2002, 2003. So the, it was a lot worse before the Red Sox started winning. What they've gotten a lot better, if you can believe it, yeah. as, as people since they've started, since Boston started winning. Just like Phil, like, I will not. I will not go to a game at Fenway because I don't think I can control myself, and I think it would end I really badly. There. I can't go to a game at Fenway, and I cannot go to a, a Giants Eagles game in Philadelphia. That's. I think that. I mean, those I are both pretty dangerous. But we are too. Like it's. It's like we're all kind of like cousins, you know. Like it's just. It's. It's a wild. It's yeah, a wild I, we're thing. just diehard. Freaking up north, gritty people. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, there is that. There is that grit to the to the northeast and everything. So for so for you too with with the music stuff. Now, what's it been like being down here and like going out on the road and like what was the process like of you're now you're now signed to a publishing deal. You're signed to a booking deal. You have a badass manager. Like no, she's the best. How did, um, how did all this like kind of come to be? So you put up the album January of yeah, this I put, year. Yeah, I put up the album in January this year and then. Um, a, a guy named Chris Poole, 
uh, from he works for BMG or uh, like Broken Bow. Yeah. He uh, it was just you know intro stuff. I actually grabbed breakfast with him. He's just cool, just great dude. Yeah. He came up to see uh, a show we played at Gramercy. Um, it was like this long bill of people playing. Like like uh, my producer's band was playing and this other band. Um, and we, you know, it was cool. We got to play Gramercy Theater. Yeah. Um, and he came up, he took me out to dinner and then, um, uh, watched that show. And he was like, you got to get down to Nashville. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get down there eventually. And, uh, my mom booked me a flight for the next week. <laughs> so I was like, I guess I'm going to Nashville. And then, so the flight's booked. And then like literally two days before I get on the plane to go down here for the first time, uh, Justine DM'd me. Like, just, hey, like, you know, love your stuff. Like, do you have a manager, this, that, blah, blah, And I was like, no. Like, that, that's pretty good. Like, coincidental. And then I met her. Um, uh, I met her at, like, a, a breakfast spot, and she was awesome. Immediately could tell she was just, like, smart, just, like, quick. And um, Had she been managing other people at this point? Or yeah, she... she still manages Marty Stewart, the bluegrass okay. guy. Um, that's cool that yeah. you're, you're with somebody who's with an actor. And, and she a lot used to be day to day for uh, Miranda. Lambert. Oh, cool. Okay, so she's looking. Yeah, she's been yeah. around, but I think she, you know she's kind of like me, and like she's very motivated and like just wants to build this up, like with me, which is so awesome. You can't really ex- want anything more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's a blessing. She's the best. So I got hooked up with her, and then played played that round, and. Um, like did the meetings with the the booking stuff and Neil was like freaking awesome. Like they're they're the best. Everyone there is it's like a little family over there. Um and with a very talented roster of yo. acts you can open for and learn. Biggest thing is just soaking it up and learning, dude. It's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean uh two days ago, welcome for Riley Green, it was me and, and uh Lauren Watkins. That's on your the, that's what, your third time opening for Riley? That was my third time, yeah. Um and that one was like the biggest like the, the first two were like 18 they were sold out like 1800 people or something this one was like 10,000 it was like it was like eight to 10,000 um and uh dude you just get up there and you're like fucking like <laughs> you don't even know what's going on you're in like autopilot mode but it was something I never thought I'd get to do like playing in front of a crowd like that so that was ton of fun and then i got to see lauren Watkins play and she's awesome she's been on she's been on here before yeah she's, i think i watched that yeah, one she's she's fantastic uh her and uh her and wade that wade. kid that kid rips dude. that kid rips and that kid is is awesome and what's what's great about him too is he's another young buck that's doing the college thing and i've told him like just just get you're this far into it just get your fucking degree like you're able to still go to red door make the connections you've got like he's been on a few different gigs because he's been out and played with noah hicks he's been out and played with a lot of his boys like connor sweeney and those kids that are out of the out of the carolinas as well but he's like the about ba- the balancing of school and touring like he's touring with lauren is crazy yeah dude i mean and uh uh, my band, aside from my guitar player, came with me from New York. They're all Belmont kids too. Like they're, uh, like one's a, um, one's like an audio major, like like uh, sound and stuff like that. And then the other one's majoring in bass, uh, which is great because he plays the bass. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, the whole Belmont thing is crazy. I mean, they're all just like so talented. It's crazy. Like the those kids are are just so good. I mean. And they just like they are. They truly just like live, eat, sleep music. Like it's, it's everything to them. Yeah, and it's a different. It's a different world, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. 
So that's freaking that's freaking awesome, dude. Um, well, have you gotten to talk to Riley at all, or like gotten to meet him a little bit? I met him. The, it's tough sometimes when you're opening and yeah, and, and I'm not one to ever step on like anyone's shoes or anything. I'll stay. I'll just I'm here to do a job. That's really yeah. all it is. Um, my girlfriend on the other hand will definitely want to you know front up to him and give him a <laughs> hug probably. But uh, no, I only met him. I, I mean, I think. We, he might have gave me like a wave or something and like shouted me out on stage but we didn't like sit down and talk but the first the first show um uh i was wearing like a neil hat and he was like asking me about that and then we were like talking this and that um i realized the sheer mass of that dude he's yeah, we, call, we call him redneck adonis he's, the greek god of the dude, south he's jacked yeah he's the greek god of the south yeah he's ridiculous yeah literally yeah um and then he was like yeah man like holler at me if you need me i was like Hmm. I probably won't do that, but like, <laughs> thanks, man. I was like, I can't just call you up, like, yo, can I grab a beer or something? Yeah. But no, he's super awesome guy. I'm having a blast just doing stuff like that for him. Yeah, and I saw you've got some dates too within within the Neil family with our boy Josh Ross. Yeah, I got one so far. I think yeah. it's in, it's in Colorado. Yeah, um, I haven't haven't met him yet. Dude, um, he's, heard a lot of great stuff. Josh though. is Josh is the shit. He's yeah. he's a really good dude. He's Canadian, um, but, but yeah, yeah. really really good guy. Um, we've had him on the had him on the pod before. Oh, and cool. He's a really really nice really nice guy, and his bands his bands great. And he's out on the Nickelback tour right now. Yeah, so which is wild. <laughs> like I haven't seen Josh now for probably like. Well, I saw him at Tailgate and Tall Boys. We were at a fest. We've been going to a lot of festivals with Ray's Rowdy yeah, and yeah. gotten to see different parts of the country mm-hmm. and do that, um, which has been which has been cool. But aside from that, he's just been gone for like just every day. They're gone because Nickelback tours like four or five days a week, yeah, where dude. they're all over the country and doing different shit. So I'm super stoked for you with all that. What's the plan as far as are you enjoying co-writing? Like, have you done a lot of that yeah. yet? <clears throat> um that's yeah. a whole different thing for you. You write, you write all these songs, and you see success with these songs, and you're you're able to tell your story. But now collaborating is a little bit different with other writers. Yeah, I mean, in town. I think <clears throat> there's definitely some some co-writes I've had where like I, I'll lose myself a bit, and like it w- wouldn't be something like I would want to do, like put out like that song we like created that day. Like it just wouldn't like fit, um, which is completely fine because you know songs live on forever. You never know who might one want to sing on it 10 years from now um but then there's also other co-writes i've had like uh i wrote with colton venner and johnny clausen those guys those are, are my guys they're the best I, dude and what's I funny is those dudes. i was covering colton like in my dorm room and then like i think he like sent me a dm like a few months back and he was like oh hey man like you're actually good i was like thanks dude and then <laughs> we we got a right booked and johnny was awesome he made like a sick demo um and then I wrote with Ben Chapman, who's also Dude, freaking sweet. That's and another I got, homie. I'm so pumped. I got a, I got a write booked with him and Tyler Haverson. Dude. And Tyler's like, dude, I love his stuff. That like, is one of my one of my best friends in town. Oh, he's that awesome. Was Tyler dude. and Ben. Um, during COVID, we spent a lot of time together. We yeah. smoked, smoked a lot. We I learned about Western marijuana marijuana music. Those those guys are two of our. That's that's awesome, man. Those and those are guys that I see you like collaborating with and oh, doing dude, some they're cool just, shit with. They're cool, cool dudes, man. And uh, and it's gonna be cool with Tyler because I was also on that tour with Cam Sackey band, and I had the whole, you know, Texas, yeah, you know, thing going on for like a few months of my life, and uh, that uh, that was cool. I had a, I really had a warm welcome in Texas because uh, that's rare to find, by the way. Because I made sure to not say I was from New York. Yeah, and and I wear these hats like all the time. Yeah, so. Um, but no, Texas was awesome. The Cam Sacky dudes are freaking awesome too. Um, 
But yeah, man. Yeah, I'm so pumped for that right. Tyler's when is when so is that cool. when is that right? It's coming up. Probably, I'd have to check. I don't think it's till like the end of August, honestly. Because okay. uh, I'm actually I'm playing in Atlantic City in a few weeks. The oh t- yeah, tidal wave. Yeah, dude. That's that's gonna be really cool for you. Oh yeah, dude. it's like a 20 minute set. But it's are like, you gonna are you gonna cover Bruce? I think I'm gonna play Atlantic City. I feel like you have to. I know, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, I was either gonna do like it, like literally do Atlantic City, but I also thought like if I do any Bruce song, there it's people are gonna love it. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's sick, man. Yeah, that's man. really fucking cool. And um, you have to tell Tyler and and Ben. I mean, they'll they'll probably see that you were you were on here and stuff. But yeah. they're they're long time. Like I had them playing playing rounds like three four years ago. Yeah, dude. Like dude when Ben's, we were Ben's out. freaking. Uh, he's awesome. We we wrote just me and him together. Um, and he's a he's a real thinker. He feels it, man. Like he. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen him full band yet? No, I, but I've seen videos on YouTube, and it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. you got to get. Um, he's a killer when, guitar when he, player. When he does those um, those peach jams at the basement. At the ba- I live right down the street, and uh, I want. I saw I saw some show at the basement for the first time, and it's you know it's just yeah, so cool. We're we're getting ready to do a a raise rowdy thing there. No um, way. There's a couple things that I have in my obviously anytime you want to play, we're more than happy to have you. You're a fucking family. But, like, Thank we want to do um, two things I'm thinking about that I want to have you on. We're doing um, a thing called Underground Country that we're going to be starting at the basement. Underground. Uh, underground Country, literally. literally underground. It's like a house show kind of thing. Where it's going to be, like, all yeah. word of mouth, so we're going to say that we're doing it and then kind of hint at who the artists are playing it. And it's going to be, like, a $10 ticket, and you can buy your ticket ahead of time, but if you're not there by the time the show starts, we're going to let people in that are in line and want to come out and Dude, yeah. use the door and things like that. But we want to get, like... Acts that we that we fuck with, so like like you fucking um, fucking Lakeview, um, Trey Lewis, Ella Langley, um, Ben Chapman, like all those folks. But Ben does Peach Jam um, yeah. usually once a month. He did it. He I, they haven't. I don't know when the next one is, but they it's usually him. He and, just had one. It was it was like on the the sign for yeah. a while. Yeah, him and Meg always post the videos. Meg, his girlfriend Meg mm-hmm. McCree is fantastic too, and Harper O'Neill's in that crew. I mean that. Oh, that I'm right whole, with her. Like next week. I think. Oh no shit. Yeah. We had her on. We had we had her on probably less than a month ago. She's, um, on well, she I she's uh I just dove into her. I haven't even spoken to her yet. Uh, yeah, she's great. Because uh, you know we're just both busy, but uh. Um, yeah, I was listening to her stuff, which is incredible. And then I was like looking at her like songs I wrote tab and it was like two of like my favorite Tyler, Tyler Harrison songs. Yep. I was like, oh man, these guys are all in the same circle. Yeah, dude, That's all, that whole great. crew came out of, um, came out of revival, which is the a writers around that's here in town that I want. I think I was telling you about, I want you to get out and do one of those yeah, too. Man. But the other night that I'm thinking that I want to do, and, um, this will be the first time I'm talking about it on this podcast. We're going to do it in the fall. It's gonna be on a Tuesday. We have a lot, like we have our butt rock night that we're going to be doing again. Um, we're going to be doing West turn. We're going to be doing a night that's called like sneakerhead country. Like all the country, guys, all the, all the country artists that wear, that wear J's and like <laughs> sneakers like us. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't wear yeah, boots. Yeah. I, don't, I, can't, I, I can't do, do it, man. I do, I do. I wear Tim's, um, those constitute oh, his yeah, boots. Of course. Yeah. Tim's in the flat. <laughs> Yankee yeah, hat. yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, for sure. Um, we're gonna do a night, and we're gonna call it Northern Aggression, and it's gonna be all guys and girls from the Northeast. So, like you, Matt Mulher, who I put you in a group text with the yeah, other yeah. night, who's from um, he's from Orange County, like from like the Florida, oh, New wow. York is area, he, so like Florida he a Goshen. He's a writer. He's signed at Red Creative. He's got a cut with cool. um, he's got a song that Travis Denning's about to put out. Um, he's got a song on. He's got a song with Skis. He writes a lot with like the the, the guys that are in Ernest Camp over at Big Loud. Oh, wow. So, Matt Mulher's the shit. Mulher is you'll you'll feel like you're talking to one of your boys back home. Like he's that's a, he's great. A, we got to write. Yeah, he's a Goshen kid, um, and Goshen like Florida area um, up there in Orange County. But I want to get like you two. I want to get like Kyle Starock, um, Johnny. Kinda oh, Kyle, cuts, yeah, yeah, Kyle. Uh, 
I, he's from the Northeast. He's from Connecticut. No shit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, dude, I have a. I think I have a right with him because uh, he's also at Universal. Yeah, Kyle's awesome, and he he's one of our favorite guys that have on the rounds. And then we're gonna get like Lauren Weintraub and Morgan Johnston because they're from Boston. We're gonna get like Big Rob Snyder, who's got some Luke Combs Luke Combs hits and writes. Um, host. He's the one that started that revival thing I was oh, talking cool. about. Yeah. Um, Vinny Paolizzi, Alex Maxwell, and we want to try to get um our friends from Lakeview to close it out full band. Dude, hell yeah. One of the guys from Lakeview, Jesse, was actually born and he lived like his early early childhood in monroe in, oh, um, in wow. orange county so Dude, it, but, they're, yeah. but they're both from they're both they both him and um him and luke uh the duo lakeview they they're originally from uh pittsburgh where man it's great i didn't realize there's that many people bro and they're and then um like down Cla- here yeah, yeah. And then claire ernst she's a jersey shore girl um like we're gonna have a night and it's gonna be all folks from the northeast it's gonna so be we're gonna do that and it's, <laughs> we're gonna call it northern aggression and oh, i'm God. very i'm very excited and we're gonna do it in the fall so i can wear my tims it's too hot for jeans and tims right now down yeah. here. um but we but like um and i'll let you know when that's gonna that'll be that'll be a tuesday and in, in october or november sometime which would be really cool dude but dude, um yeah. what's the plan as far as like new music coming out because it's you put out an album beginning <clears throat> of the year and mm-hmm. that stuff seems to be going well and now you're just out there touring learning the ropes yeah uh i mean i've been uh i've been super eager to put stuff out but uh you know i gotta i, I gotta let that album live for like a little bit i yeah. think it's almost time to i want to put out like a single at the end of the summer and then probably a single in the fall and then i'm just writing for this next album uh <clears throat> i've probably got like uh i mean i got more than enough songs for an album right now but there's probably like six or seven that like definitely are gonna stick around and then like the other you know five or six i would go on and i'm just trying to keep knocking out like replacing them with better songs so i'm working on it and uh yeah i'm pumped i mean i think i've definitely I've, i'm still kind of writing in the same realm of what i've got but just it's just growing a little bit more um and there's still shit ton of songs that just i wrote by myself there's songs i wrote with my guitar player and there's also songs i'm like starting to write now with like colton and johnny yeah. and hopefully me and ben and tyler will get one i mean i'm uh I th- and i think there's a big like thing about co-writing nowadays especially when you got guys like zach bryan of course right and then uh but then there's whole end of the spectrum like morgan wallen you know he writes a lot of his own stuff but he also doesn't even write some of his yeah, own stuff that song so, wins exactly yeah so it doesn't like uh and i'm not either which way at all i don't i don't care dude if it fucking sounds cool it sounds cool you yeah. know what i mean so like uh and you know there's songs that uh, i'll start writing like in my apartment or I'll be like, okay, I, have, I should keep this to myself. It's just going to make more sense if yeah. I do. Like, it has to just be me writing this one. And there's other songs where I'm like, I'll, maybe I'll jot down a chorus or an idea. I'm like, oh, this would be cool to bring to, you know, whoever. So, like, <clears throat> I'm excited to, like, kind of create that blend of stuff um, of, you know, the more personal stuff. I'm kind of keeping to myself, yeah. writing by myself. And then, you know, you never know what's going to come out of a writer's room at, like, 11 in the morning on a Tuesday. Yeah, so. Absolutely, bro, for sure. Um, um, I got to hit you with some, some New York questions. So, go ahead. Um, so, the, um, so, like, obviously the, the mob movies back home, you grew up in, like, an Irish, like, union family and stuff. Um, <laughs> the, um, would you, do you prefer Goodfellas or do you prefer The Sopranos? Oh. Those two, you, you got to pick one. Probably Goodfellas. Yeah, that's what I would say too. Yeah, yeah, um, like that cooking scene. Yeah, it's the shit, dude. Dude, and Joe Joe Pesci, uh, Joe Pesci sitting down. It makes dinner. you want to eat, like him slicing the garlic with the yeah. razor. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, those are classic. Um, if you had, um, what what meal do you miss most about back home? Oh man, we got a lot of good food back home, and they don't have it down here. They just oh, don't. It's ridiculous. Uh, man, probably. And it could be mom's cooking too. Yeah, my mom does. My mom, my mom and my dad are great cooks. Um, and I cook a lot too, so I feel like I'll try to like cook what they have. But it, if it comes to like you know New York stuff, probably. Probably a slice from Pleasantville Pizza. Yeah, just a good, plain fucking slice of pizza that's just thin and perfect and really good. And actually, there's pizza down here I really like. But also, and probably like uh, just a fat deli sandwich. Yeah, dude. There's nothing like, I can't wait to go home and get a um, get a chicken cutlet. Oh, man. I can't wait to get a chicken cutlet yeah, sandwich. I can't, can't wait to get an Italian combo with the oil on it. Like, what... What everybody gets to enjoy with Jersey Mike's, we get the real thing. We get yeah, what Jersey exactly. Mike's yeah. is trying to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and they honestly they're killing it. Oh, I like Jersey I Mike's. I love Jersey I Mike's. I fuck Jersey Mike's. I have, I have, I have the rewards program on my phone. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big Jersey Mike's guy. We, yeah, dude. Trey, Trey, um, Trey does his bus calls in Hermitage and um, by the Kroger, and there's a Jersey Mike's over there, and like that, that would be That's my go-to thing. to pop yeah. in and get a sandwich before we would leave. Um, what's your go-to um, breakfast at the local deli? What are you getting? Oh. Go to breakfast. I'm gonna have to go. I mean, if I'm feeling fancy, I'll go to Rocky's Deli. If I'm just hungover as shit and need something greasy, I'll go to Frank and Joe's. Or, what are you What are you getting though? Uh, oh, what am I getting? Now where am I going? Uh, just <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. Sometimes I'll throw some avocado on there, or sometimes I'll throw some hash brown on there. Yeah, the bobo. Yeah, just the the bobo is a game changer. Yeah, I can't wait to introduce my girlfriend to that. Yeah, dude. The bobo with the crispy fucking hash brown on there. Oh it's yeah, crazy. man. No, you saw? Are you an SPK guy? Yes. Yeah, uh, I am too. every time. Salt, pepper, ketchup, every single time. Yes, salt, pepper, ketchup, and I'm I'm a bacon, egg, and cheese guy. But I, there's something also special about that. That um that bagel with just a pound of fucking cream, cream cheese, cheese on yeah, it. Yeah, dude, I miss a bagel too. <laughs> Fuck man, I haven't even had, I haven't even tried to find a bagel place down There's here. There's a place um, in Mount Juliet called um, called Jersey Oven. Grady Smith actually sent it over to me um, oh, the really? other day because I'm like Grady, I've known about this. I live in Hermitage, right next door. <laughs> um, but there, since it's Jersey, they call it pork roll. But they have some really good Taylor ham, egg and cheese. Taylor ham, that's the Jersey thing. Bagels. That's not like yeah. See, even, I, dude, even if you just say that across the Tappan Zee Bridge at a deli, sometimes people would be like, "What?" Yeah. See, I would get um, the Taylor ham and cheese just. I would this guy I'm a typical New York name. He worked for my mother and my grandfather for years. His name's Gary Bianco. Just sounds like <laughs> How you sound, he was a he was a big fucking gorilla, smoked two packs of Marlboro Red today in the <laughs> delivery truck, delivering the bottled water, all that shit. But he would get on a on a seated fucking like club roll or a hero roll. Just it was just fucking Taylor ham and cheese. No egg. No egg. Just a fucking stack of the salty Taylor ham on and cheese on That's a fucking gritty. seated club roll, bro. Yeah, man. I've only had a, I've only had like a true New Jersey like Taylor ham egg and cheese like probably three or four times. Yeah, I can't wait to get a get a bacon egg and cheese, and I'll walk around the deli and say B E C S P K, and they'll know exactly what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Um, and I can't wait to get some slices. I'm doing that that food tour on Thursday, going in the village and hitting like all the spots in the village. Oh hell yeah. And then I think we're going to um, I don't know if it'll be Carmine's or the Pine or someplace in the city. We're doing an Italian dinner, and then we're going to a comedy show at the cellar. Comedy um, show. Yeah, yeah, which I'm dude. excited about because my brother lives in Brooklyn, and growing up, I didn't go into the city that often. I, I really didn't either. Because like, we had everything we needed in the suburbs. Yeah, and also I'm not a I'm not a fan of the city or that much. I wasn't really. either. I used to wish it would float away. 
Yeah. I used to wish we'd float away and just leave me Yankee Stadium in the garden. And oh, that's it. Dude. Yo, you know what's crazy? I've never been to Madison Square Garden. You've never been to the garden? I swear to God, Bro, dude. what the fuck? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because I'm not a big hockey fan, and I've never... And the Knicks have been dead in our lifetime. Yeah, and I'm not like a... And I've just never seen a concert there. Really? Yeah. It's kind of a sin I haven't seen at least like Billy Joel or something. But. Yeah, I've seen, um, I remember I was still in high school. It was 2013, and it was the, um, Aldine had just put out uh, Night Train. Mm. And um, so it was the Night Train tour, and it was Aldine, a long-haired, young Jake Owen, Barefoot Blue Jean Night had just come out, and then um, a baby Thomas Rhett when his biggest wow. song was Beer With Jesus. My first concert was Kip Moore... Casey Musgraves, and then there was uh, Lady A's. Okay. Uh, and it was at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Oh, dude, Uncasville. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bro, Mohegan Sun fucks. Dude, it's sick. That's a, that's a venue I'm hoping that Trey gets to go to soon because um, he's been starting to do casino shows. Because what's great about that, you play a show up there, they give you the hotel room, and they give you, like, every, everybody in the band gets their own hotel room. Dude, Which we, is dangerous. I played, I played a, oh, that is, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. And, but, and uh, then, yeah, and then, and then you get a gift card, and you get to use that at any of the restaurants and use that for drinks and stuff. Yeah, I went, we played a... You know the Choctaw Casino in Durant, Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey, I think those, the Matt, they were just there in Choctaw Casino, yeah. Yeah, so I played there with Cam Saki Band, and that was just, and I've never gambled them. I'm not a gambler at all. I've really just, I, I the only thing I've ever, like, placed bets on is, like, a McGregor fight or something. Yeah, you have to um, Irish boy, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> but I've never gambled, never been, never even been to a casino. And I was there, and I was like, fuck it, like, I'm going to, I lost, like, 300 bucks in a slot machine. <laughs> on yeah, a slot yeah. machine, dude. I was just, yeah. like hammered i was like i'm here just fucking whatever <laughs> yeah. dude um but that place was nuts dude. yeah dude the, it's a different world going out there and i'm glad you've gotten to experience texas and oklahoma yeah because reservation land is very different east texas is different from west texas which mm -hmm. is different from north texas which is different from san antonio and yeah. south texas um and there's so many and you're with the booking deal that you have you're gonna be traveling all over the damn place oh i'm like dude, you, you I'm really already, already you're, you're, you're gonna yeah. see every coast like I've been from growing up in the Northeast where all the states are just a couple hours from each yeah. other. I've been to all the Northeast and then I've been, I think, to 44 states. Oh my, my life. God. I've been to 44. You gotta remember, I toured with Musket on Bloodline and the Sprinter van. Yeah. And then I toured with Trey in the van and in the bus for three years. Yeah. So, like, I've seen and done it yeah. all. I mean, I've definitely, I'm, I'm starting to reach some big numbers of states I've been to. But uh, yeah, man, I'm definitely like just diving deep into this whole other part of the country. I haven't been back to New York since March. Bro. So. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, I've been, like, in this world for a while now. Yeah, your parents enjoy coming down here? Oh, they love it, dude. They were they were here for, um, they came down to look at houses and stuff because they want to get a house down here. Smart. Um, and I'll be paying rent until they retire and I'll get my own place again. Because uh, right now I'm just in a tiny apartment. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they were looking at houses and then they came to watch me in Virginia and um, they they literally rented a car from Virginia, and dr they're driving to Myrtle Beach because I'm playing there, and like I have family there. Yeah. So they're just kind of making a. Well, actually, my dad can't work because the the actors the, are on strike. Oh fuck, that's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, the actors. He's like, what do I do? So they're just kind of, you know, just road tripping around, having the time of their lives, I guess. Nice dude. Well, next time they're here in Nashville, if it lines up, I'd love to love to grab lunch with you guys. Or, oh, and dude, hang, that'd hang be great. Out. What's your dad's name again? Phil. Phil, Phil, that's right. Yeah. Phil, Phil and Kath, yeah. yeah. And then you got any siblings? Yeah, I got a sister, Megan. She's a, she's a special needs teacher like my mom. She works uh, at Ardsley. There you go. Uh, she works at Ardsley. And, uh, yeah. I mean, she, she, she been, has she been down here at all? 
Yeah, she came down here for CMA Fest, and Ooh. I think she was drunk like the whole time. Yeah, yeah. sounds about right. That was I'm- my first time on Broadway too, because I didn't. I've like never had an urge to go there, and my sister was like, "You're coming." And uh, how was that? Oh, uh, we just got fucking blacked out. Where'd you guys go? Do you remember? We went to Kid Rock's bar. Oh, the loudest bar in the world. And then we went. <laughs> yeah, that stage is nuts. You hear it from across the street. <laughs> yeah, but I won't lie, dude. Like you know, now I'm like a songwriter and artist. Hearing those cover songs just fucking the best thing in the world when you're that drunk oh dude, dude yeah there's like a, re- there's the a reason bro there's nothing like seeing a good cover band oh my god dude yeah it was amazing uh so yeah so we just we got hammered she had a great time my yeah. sister yeah and i wasn't able to go to your show at the hard rock that night or mm-hmm. that day because i was just we hosted like six or seven fucking we were all over the place that oh, week. yeah um how was that how was that hard rock show it was a lot of fun and then lightning struck and i was the one who was playing when the oh set no got cut. I, I was halfway through the idea of me, and then I had another song to play, and uh, this big security dude just like ran up and started going like this, and my girlfriend starts freaking out because I I, I was like oh shit I just unplugged my cable it sounded like a gunshot my girlfriend's crying trying to get me <laughs> off stage people are running inside it was a mess dude <laughs> like it was crazy but uh well, I'm just happy I got to play at least a few songs because the people after me I don't think like Logan Crosby was supposed to play right after yeah. me and he I don't think he got to so. yeah he's a great kid too oh, I don't know if you've got he's one of my favorite dudes super one nice favorite, kid, one of my yeah. favorite he's real funny too yeah. oh dude he's hilarious I know he's working on a Chili's endorsement right now no which I way. think needs to happen well, Dude, I mean, he talks about Chili's all the time. Yeah. And he's he's or that working. Or Diet that, Coke, I guess. Bro, Chili's and Diet Coke. I mean, that's the guy who'll he'll come over and just smoke a cigar. But you got to come over and hang at the house. Dude, sometime, I have bro. to, man. I've been yeah. I've been trying to just settle in and like. Uh, is the girlfriend back to, at school, or is she still here in town? She's still here. Yeah, yeah. So we we definitely got to do something, man. And I think at, so. I got these Tinder shows, these last ones, and then I'm kind of chilling out till Tidal Wave. So I think at like next week when or. To the weeks after this week, I'll, I, I should yeah, dude, come over to the house. I don't know if you're a cigar guy or not, but we can we can teach I'll you. I'll smoke them for sure. Yeah, yeah, we we have we have plenty. We have lots of cigars, right, McElwain? We have lots of cigars. and We have a free beer deal, so we get we have ten cases of free dude. beer just chilling at the house. We get free cigars, free cool. We have coolers from Orca Coolers. We're raised right. We're making some money, but we're getting a lot of free shit, hey. which is something, you know. So free shit's good shit. It's fun, dude. Um, and man, I I appreciate you coming on and, dude, and hanging course, with us. Man. I know you got. A, and I know you're you're busy and got a lot of shit going on, dude. But uh, where can people go to find you on all the socials and all that shit? Yeah, it's just Aiden Aiden Canfield on Instagram or TikTok or uh, whatever. I don't even think I have a Facebook or something. But really, you're that young. You don't even have a Facebook. I have one. I don't. I don't use it. You don't uh, do music and stuff on there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really bad at social media stuff. Um, well, besides what, TikTok, because I can that's just what, that's what just that's what just seems there. Record, throw it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then music is just. Aiden Canfield, wherever you get it. Yeah. And um, one last thing. Big day for us Giants fans. Did you see the news? No. We re-signed Saquon. What? Yeah. Also, dude, I was so out of it. I've been so out of, like, the sports realm since I was in, like, high school, uh, like, catching up with it. I just saw a picture of Aaron Rodgers in a Jets jersey, and I was like, what? I was like, when did that happen? Yeah, he looks like Nicolas Cage from Con <laughs> Dude, he, he looks, looks like, like he, shit. He looks like he's wearing a costume. <laughs> yeah, he looks like shit. And you know how much money he's paying? He's making like 40-something million dollars a year. It's oh ridiculous. God, and you know it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be Brett Favre 2.0. They're going <laughs> to fuck it up. Just like the Mets. The Mets went out. The Mets yeah. have a, have a hundred, spent $100 million more than the Yankees this year. And they are trash. 
and it's awesome. And I love that the Mets are sucking. Yeah, fuck the Mets. I have no love because you're you're like me. You're a big brother fan, right? Of Yankees, Giants, Giants, and then you don't really pay attention to hockey and basketball. Yeah. But if you did, you'd probably be Rangers and Knicks if you had to pick one. Definitely Rangers. 100%. Definitely Rangers. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Islanders doesn't even feel like New York to me. Yeah, it's right. It's it's a whole other fucking yeah. world out there. But yeah, you me you me Mulher and um, I've got some other good friends. Um, Radio Rod, um, his name on Instagram Rodney Smith. He's a big Giants fan, even though he's from Texas. And um, my friend Erin uh, Mulligan, she's from. Um, um, from Long Island, and we all get together during um, during the fall and watch the dude, Giants Dude, we got to watch some, some Giants games. We absolutely do, dude. Um, there's a place called uh, The Lost Patty. You'd love it. Irish place. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and there's another spot called McNamara's I got to take you to. They do um, original, like, Irish-style music on Fridays. Oh, shit. And they have great, great corned beef sandwiches. They have, like, a huge whiskey selection. That's where we should go with uh, with Phil and Kath next time your parents are in oh, town. Oh, my dad would eat that up. We'll go to Mac. It's called McNamara's. It's in Donaldson yeah. by the airport. My dad, like, collects whiskey, so. Yeah, dude. Oh, bro. They got, like, a variety of, like, 70 different kinds of, like, they just have, like, a ton yeah. of shit. And then they do, like, the Irish the Irish dancing and whatever. It's a cool, really cool building. It looks like a big house, and it's, like, divided up into a few areas. But the Lost Patty is, like, the official Giants watch party. Oh, dude. Um, so it's all Giants fans on Sunday. That's so cool, those little things you got going on here like yeah. tennessee just a little giant well, dude everybody's from everywhere just like live oak is a damn patriots bar that's crazy yeah live oak's a patriots bar because the patriots fan club pays them and on sundays like we can't do rowdy on the rail on a sunday night because if there's a patriots game on a sunday night they play the game audio and play the game on the big on the um on the projector screen um, anytime there's a patriots game and, and there's like different like every team pretty much has a bar and then on saturdays live oak is a florida state bar Wow. The Florida State Alumni Association. Um, his grandfather. It's crazy how that shit happens. Like Doghouse um, is an Alabama bar. Like their every team kind of has their their um, their like watch party where they're Nashville fan club or people that are visiting town that are fans of those. That's you awesome. Haven't, you haven't been here in the fall. No. So you're gonna see. I heard it's the, beautiful. It's like it's the be- best fall it's, ever. It's beautiful. It's great. It's you don't have the leaves changing quite as much like you do back home. I I, I love New York in the fall personally, but um, you see like the SEC football fans like. Saturdays here, and you'll be on the road for a lot of it. You'll miss some Saturdays, and you'll be driving back on Sundays. Yeah. But like the the falls here when it's college football season, another fucking animal. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, which sucks. But you know, there's a Notre Dame bar down here. I don't know which one it is. It probably is the Lost Patty, if I had to guess. The oh Lost yeah, Patty would yeah, dude. Probably be the, the like Notre, Dame, Notre Dame and Giants bar. It's like where you need to where you basically would be living at in the fall. So. Yeah, dude. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Dude, I'm of super course, proud man. Thank of you. you so I much. love I love New York in the house, and and you doing your doing your damn thing and. And crushing it, and I'm I'm proud of you. I'm glad you fucking made the move down here, and dude, yeah. stoked you have a lot of big things coming and more big things to come. And can't wait to get out and see a full band show, dude. Yeah, and, man. And can't wait to have you on some of our events here in the fall. Absolutely. Up. Well, thank so, you. This was a ton of fun, dude. It's 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 fun. It's just kicking it and hanging out. Yeah. We love love doing it. Happy to have you as a part of the family. For yeah, real. man. Um, well, y'all, uh, that's our boy Aiden Canfield. Make sure you find him on social media. Um, if you're go to you have the website now. Yeah, it's just uh, I think it's just Aiden Canfield. Yeah, how does that feel? They have a website now that's you with all your music on it, with all your tour dates. I don't and know, all man. That shit. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. It. It's fucking great. Um, so y'all be sure to go visit AidenCanfield.com. Um, he's doing the Nashville hits the roof circuit right now. Going to be in the Carolinas this weekend, and uh, he's going around doing the tin roofs. Got some opening slots coming up as well. Back in Jersey, I know we got a Jersey base that watches this. Get down to the Tidal Wave Festival. Go see our boy Aiden Canfield in Atlantic City. To hear him sing Atlantic City um, from the boss and all that shit. And uh, be sure to stream the hell out of his music um, 
We love it here at Outside the Round and Razor Rowdy. Well, got to shout out our sponsors real quick. Shout out much love to our friends at Big Friendly Productions. Great merchandise and great production out of Leeds, Alabama. Quick, easy with good payment plans. Uh, be sure to also check out Whaletail Media, Saxman Studios, our boy Mitch Wallace with the digital marketing agency. And of course, you want more information on us here at Outside the Round, visit RazorRowdy.com. Come check out our events at Live Oak. Uh, buy some merch online and check out the other podcasts that we have here in our network. So for my boy Aiden, for Sweet Boy Behind the Camera, my name is Matt Brill, and this has been Outside the Round. Uh. Come on. Stay one place for too long. I ain't never been the best at saying I love you to a girl I love. Only got a couple tricks on my sleeve. They usually just make.